Hello and welcome to another episode of Pillow Thoughts Podcast. Today we're here to tell you another gruesome tale. On this dark, stormy night, we tell you a tale of a young man walking home. The time was autumn. The leaves began to fall from their branches, one by one. The light of day, the light of day was long gone, and the street lights were the only thing to guide me home. Crunch, 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 I hear as I walk on top of the leaves. It had been raining earlier that day. The air had a, that humid, almost fresh feeling, and the most difficult task was trying not to slip on the leaves that covered the pavement. On the way home, there's a dark road with a path that I have to walk down. Literally, a street lampless narrow road with a narrow path next to it. Tall trees and hedges border both sides. The road takes only six minutes to walk down, but in my opinion, that's six minutes too long. The path is so narrow, covered in leaves, overgrown grass, It is unsuitable to run without the risk of injury. The only light I have is the one on my phone and that of the occasional passing car offering me a glimpse of light momentarily whoosh as another car went by. As I walked down the path, I heard a rustling sound and continued to walk. I could see my home in the distance. Almost there, I thought. My heart pounded. Despite living here for many years, I was still not used to this path. This path, to this very day, still haunted me. Street lightless. Dark. Dingy. There was something about that corner. I could never explain it. It was probably just human instinct. But it was scary nonetheless. Heading home. Again, I hear crunching. I hear... Branches rustling. Is it the wind? Or is something out there? What do I see before me? Can I, I, can I identify what is ahead of me? I am piss in myself. James had just finished having at least six pints at the pub before he made his way home. I want to get home as quickly as I can. James finds his way down the dark street. Remembering, I shouldn't have maybe had seven pints. He needs to piss. Where will he piss? Anywhere. It's dark. There's bushes everywhere. Aside from the glints of cars that pass by, illuminating his... For all of this road to see. Oh, shit. Oh, man. No, God damn it. He fumbles with his penis, trying to put it back in his pants. Why did I think this was a good idea? Oh, God, no. Okay, I mean, I'm halfway there. We'll do the rest when I'm back home. James hears a rustle from the bushes. Oh, okay, I'm just going to continue walking, pretend I don't see him. With fear in his mind, has James just exposed himself? Who was in the bushes? What was in the bushes? I don't want him to see my penis. He hears somebody behind him talking on the phone. I'm just walking behind him right now. He hears it faintly, but he knows what he heard. He picks up the pace, pistol dribbling down his leg. Oh, 
God, I don't know. No, it's not. It's not me. It's not me. Okay, just keep walking. Just keep walking. Uh, there's a bit. There's a there's a, there's a branch right there. Like just okay. Um, just stretching. James picks up the stick from the floor. It's a big stick, two inches in girth. James questions if he can defend himself with the stick should he need to. Oh my god. I didn't need this. I mean, I'm already drunk for Christ's sakes. I don't need this. The stick is nice and moist, making it a very formidable blunt weapon. If it was dry, of course, it would snap. But not this time. James sees headlights coming from down the road. He, being cautious, hails the man down with a stick in his hand, totally drenched in piss. I ain't doing this, all right? I ain't having this shit. Get out of here. Well, suit yourself, piss boy, the man said. As he quickly rolled up his window, James will forever be known as piss boy. Every time this car drives by, any time, James is now piss boy. I'm gonna throw the stick at this prick. He throws the stick, smashing the car window. It screeches to a halt. James, pissed as a fart, legs it. The man. The man walks the vehicle. <laughs> Get back here, Strip! Keep it strip! <laughs> James tries to run. Don't call me piss boy! Get back here, piss boy! Remembering that the leaves are very slippy on this dark road, James falls. Ah! Ah! Oh my head! Ow! The man who was on the phone that James picked up the stick to defend himself from, and the man from the car are pursuing hot. The man gets to James. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, okay, 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 you call me at a bad time, okay, I'm drunk. You know, I didn't mean to throw the stick at you, I'm just, sorry, I just, I want to go home. The man was taking no mercy. He proceeded to break two of James's fingers. (laughs) Well, if it isn't, Mr. Eight Fingers Piss Boy. Oh. <laughs> That'll teach you. Oh, why would... Oh, my God. Oh. James, at this point, very distraught by the encounter he's just had, proceeds to pick himself up and slips again. God, how has this happened a second time? After lying there momentarily, James picks himself up and proceeds to walk the dreaded path home. Oh, jeez, what a f- What a night he also fought. The owls hooting. The owls hooting. Sorry. Wait while we get our owls. <laughs> Great. Loud owls tonight. James. With two broken fingers and a piss up jeans. At least I've got spare jeans. Oh no. It's James did not have enough fibre today. <laughs> explosive <laughs> diarrhoea. No, I can hold it in. To the narrator over there. I can hear you. I've been through so much shit today, I'm not shitting myself. James proceeds. The owls hooted. Again. Loud owls tonight. I'm, I'm liking that, I'm not going to lie. Loud owls tonight. Uh, James proceeds to walk with caution. And then he notices something unusual. The lights in his house are off. That's strange. 
I mean, usually people are up a bit this time. Did somebody turn them off? James left them on. He approaches the circuit breaker to find that the RCDs have been pulled out. Wait, what the hell? Who the hell's been messing with my electricity? James thought, probably just kids paying a really posh prank. Oh, kids, I'm not doing this tonight. James unlocks his door. Oh, shit. Drop my keys. Fumbles with his keys, kicks the door in himself. Bearing in mind, there is no light. At this point, there is only a dim street light outside, giving him dim light, thank, guiding his way. Thank God my mobile's still here. Oh, damn, I've only got 2% on it. But at least I could use some of it just to find my way. James activates his torch, only to find a stick leaning against the wall. Why is the stick there, James thought to himself. And why is there red liquid on the carpet? Oh, shit! Red liquid all over the carpet? Are you kidding me? I can't afford to clean this. Well, if it isn't red carpet, eight fingers piss me. Entering his home. Who who left the stick here? Covered in little shards of glass. In brackets, it's the same stick from earlier. Wait, for anyone confused. Wait a minute. It, the trail keeps going inside. What? Oh, someone been trickling red liquid all over my... <laughs> James feels very sick. Not only because he's intoxicated, but because he very quickly receives mental clarification and realisation that indeed the red liquid appears to be blood. Said James. Suddenly James turned into a female. <laughs> this, I'm getting out of here. Where are you going, blood carpet, eight fingers, piss boy? Who said, said that? The man from the car earlier who broke your fingers. Wait, did he just rock up? He rocked up. He rocked up. No, this, this is not the car guy. This is the guy who was on his phone. It's James. James is on his phone. It's James again. Who is that? Well, it's me. Who are you? James. No, I'm James. James begins to question if his name is actually James. This level of intoxication causes self If only he avoidance. Had, only had six pints, he thought to himself. Is, that, is this you, John? I know you pull this shit a lot, and but no, I'm not doing this tonight. You can <laughs> off. It's not me. James thought, who could it possibly be? If it is not really his friend, John, playing a prank, who is this other person pretending to be him? Just to let you know, I'm f***ing armed here. And I'm not f***ing <laughs> with you. James raises the stick. Come out. I mean it. James hears a fud from the kitchen. Are you in my kitchen? James hears what sounds like a glass jar being moved in the kitchen. Almost as if somebody is rummaging inside his kitchen. This is your last chance. You don't come out now. This stick's gonna get bloodier. James <laughs> relentlessly whacks the guy. 
Press the. <laughs> I pressed the wrong button. Don't laugh at me. <laughs> Can't find any more screams. There was more. Oh. Dead. Or are they? <laughs> James, at this point, is petrified. Has he killed the person? He decides it's time to try and sober up. So he reaches for a glass in his kitchen cupboard and proceeds to fill it from the faucet with water. James drinks the water while his hand is shaking. <laughs> These are really good sound effects from James. Don't even need this soundboard. I know. <sighs> James thinks one more glass is a good idea at this point to try and sober himself up to his best abilities and to paracetamol for good measure. At this point, James is still very shaken, proceeds to turn around and notices that his assailant has disappeared. James is very confused. It would appear that James's last pint must have been spiked. He looks at his hands, perfectly fine. His fingers healed. The stick gone. His RCDs pressed firmly into the circuit box again. And then, while James suddenly regains clarity on the reality of the situation around him, he hears a thud coming from what sounds like his bedroom upstairs. No. Oh, maybe I should... I no, I need, I need to call police. Oh, use the last percent of the phone. James proceeds with his only option to make it upstairs to inspect the noise. James reaches the top of the stairs. His bedroom door is open. James proceeds to the bedroom door that has been opened. James hears another thud. Hello? James proceeds to the built-in wardrobe of the bedroom, which is currently a jar. Is it a wardrobe or a jar? No, the wardrobe door's a jar. <laughs> Hello? Go, you motherfucker. <laughs> James's assailant stabbed him. James was discovered three days later, lying in a pool of his own blood. His assailant ran away, never to be seen. Nobody knows really what happened to James that night. James became forever a bit of a folktale. The one who had few too many pints that night. A warning to all those around him. But more importantly, a victim. Gone. Nobody knows who the attacker was. Nobody will ever know. Was it the man from the car? Thank you for listening to our short tale. We have been Pillow Thoughts Podcast. You've been listening to James Cook, James Noble, and John Allen. Good night. Good night. Good night.